Hi everyone, and welcome to the episode 18 of Me, Myself and 40k with me, your host, Inquisitor Archer, known on the internets. So one thing, uh, I apologise in advance that this is a late podcast. I will explain that my mental health wasn't exactly great for the last month or so, so I took some time out of podcast, as it were. That's all all I'm going to say about it. But now I'm back and it's going to be great. We're going to do some, cover some Orkies in this one. So Orky Orks, all the new Ork stuff as well. Excellent. All the Beast Snaggers and all the new, new old characters, as it were. And some new characters. Also, after this episode, episode 19, uh, I will be carrying on in two weeks or so. And then after that, episode 20, I'm actually going to change how I do the podcast entirely. And I'm actually going to include or change the structure of it, as it were. So hopefully you can look forward to that in two episodes. Again, I'm going to try and do it every two weeks. However, depending on mental health, medical stuff, etc., we will see. If you're new to my podcast, we talk about Warhammer 40k, the tabletop game, and obviously all the lore behind it as well. So sit back and relax, and we will go through Orkies. Okay, everyone, we've got a lot to get through here because obviously there's a lot of orc stuff to get through. So in part one, as usually, we used to we'll go over the new stuff, the new shiny stuff, all the miniatures and terrain and all the stuff that Warhammer has allowed us to have. Well, almost have, yeah. By the time this is recorded, obviously the orcs will probably be out. Well, we've already had the Beast Snagger box set with the codex, with the limited edition codex, already sort of been pre-ordered and obviously people have it now. So obviously probably a few weeks, maybe two weeks after that. So probably when this will be available to obviously listen to, when we'll be able to get like the rest of the orcs, so the normal orc codex and all the rest of the good stuff that's coming out. So what we're going to do is, I know people probably, there's loads of YouTubers and other hobby podcasters, etc. And obviously Warhammer's gone over ex- extensively over the or new orcs and people have said slowly what they feel about it. However, we're going to talk about how I feel about them because being an ex-orc player, or an ex-orc player, uh, my last uh, 40k army was orcs. Obviously I moved over to the Imperial instead and went to Death Watch and to kill all orcs and Xenos instead. However, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the orcs that I love and hold dear which i mean i've come from orcs from third edition i mean i still make a third edition orc codex which i'll probably ramble on about through many episodes but i mean they were the be all and end all i loved orcs they were so different than space marines they still are (laughs) theoretically they are but i like there are some few things i'm going to go through which i've seen again good gentleman i've spoke to i think once the youtuber ospex tactics that gentleman i see a lot of videos and obviously i on YouTube, so do check him out. He does rules and things about, and obviously new new um, new releases and things about the uh, 40k and obviously 40k models and tabletop games and stuff. And he's put out. He must obviously have the new Orc Codex, and he's put a quite an extensive. It's about an hour and a half long. I mean, I skip through a lot of it, but he's put quite extensive range of what you get in the actual Orc Codex. And if I remember any of it, I will try and include it in this. Otherwise, I'm going to go over a few of the models that I've seen and like, or don't like, as it were, and obviously give my opinions and obviously opinions on Orcs as they've played in more from 3rd to 8th edition. Obviously, I played in 3rd, then I played in 8th. I missed out on all the other editions. And now in ninth edition, to see my reaction to it and obviously to sort of portray what I feel, how Orcs are going or, you know, what they are going to turn into, etc. So about all that, Let's get into it, shall we? So we're going to go over all the new stuff first, all the new stuff. So a few things that I've written down on my little notepad here. I think the first one we're going to have to go over is the obviously the HQs. So we've got the new Snakebite Beast Snagger uh, character called Mosrog Scragabrand. So he is obviously a war boss or a beast boss on a Squigasaur, but the the white squigger score is called. So obviously that's a relation to obviously, you know, white jaw, you know, jaws or, you know, white shark, whatever. And, uh, oh, is it Moby Dick? I can't remember. Anyway, big white, a big white fish, basically. And yeah, he looks awesome. I mean, he's got his big squigger saw, which looks like a angry bull terrier on, that's 
been poked too much. The, the, the model looks great. The model looks fantastic. The one thing I don't think about this is how you're going to fit it into a like a list. That's what I'm saying. Is it, Auspex Taxes says that his rules are absolutely broken as foo. Um, so I'd like to see his proper rules. I haven't actually seen them all yet. I know he gets like something like a minute, a stupid million attacks or something like that. Uh, and obviously his Squigasaur can basically chomp down on people and eat them and obviously do more attacks at stupid strength and stupid AP and all that whatnot. But the model itself, I'm trying to go over the model itself, it looks amazing. Like I love, and also the paint job on the model, it looks crazy. You have to, you have to Google it. It's Mozrog Skog Brand, if I believe I'm, if I'm saying it right. My dyslexia is going to make me sound like an idiot. But yeah, and the freehand tribal tattoo on his arm, absolutely, you know, fair do. I'm clapping there for that artist. Fair do. That's a good looking tattoo. I see so myself. And obviously this model also can not also be this model. It can also be, it can be, it can be built in a different way as most Warhammer models are being sort of done now. Kits are going to be, so you can do build them in one way or you can build them another way, which would be the beast boss on Squigasaur. So basically it's just, instead of being a name character, it's just a normal boss, which you can obviously include in your army as a HQ. So, and I like that model as well. It's got, it's got, it's a bit different. I think the only thing that's really different is obviously the, the model on top. So obviously it must be like a different, like a torso change or something, and obviously different weapons. So he's got like a big, huge, like thick, like cleaver chopper. And he's got that, like, it looks like a six shooter. I think it's called a thump gun or a thump pistol or something, but sounds cool. And uh, yeah, it looks a good model. I mean, I would not get one. Uh, I mean, if somebody bought me one, I'd be like, cool, but I won't get one. I'm, I'm tempted to get one or two things out of the Orc miniatures, but I'm not going to get anything huge. HQ-wise, we'll go on to the War Boss in Megarama, the new model, which we might have covered, maybe we've covered, but we'll cover it again. So obviously this is a, a new, uh, basically a new model, which has been sort of come from an old sort of art model as it were so obviously thinking like seventh edition you can have, you can have war boss and mega armor in eighth edition we lost the war boss and mega armor because it became a legend a legend sort of sort of listed character as it were but now it's coming back however as i've discovered from auspex tactics again uh, shout out to him he's said from the codex itself from the model it can only be represented as it is so unfortunately which is a big thing for me you can't change like the loadout of him. So obviously he's a Mega Armor knob. Uh, sorry, Mega Armor uh, War Boss, and he's got an Uge Chopper, and he's equipped with a big shoot as well with a Grot Gunner. So that's good. So now War Bosses have a little Grot friend who can shoot their big gun for them. So obviously hitting on fours and so fives, which will be good. However, the huge chopper is just another big chopper. So basically, it's, what is it? Plus three, minus three. I think it's three damage, or is it plus three, minus two, three damage? I think. So it's just a Bigger, bigger chopper, huge chopper, basically. Now, that's all right, but I mean, you know, I mean, I've got, I've, I've still got my War Boss and Mega Arm, which I converted from the Age of Sigma model, the uh, the Boss Lord, what it's called. It. He's got a Power Claw and a custom, uh, a custom rocket launcher, so I can't use it now as a model, which I'm pretty pissed about. But oh well, what are you gonna do? I don't play Orcs anymore, so I think that's gonna piss off a few people as well. That the models are basically what Warhammer's doing is Warhammer's doing is like saying like oh yes we've got new all this new stuff for you. However, how it's built is how you're gonna have to play it. Which you know, come back to it again. I mean, I know it's a bit more of me ranting and raving, but you know, orcs you want to convert the hell out of them. You want to convert. You want to put different weapons on them. You want to put different heads on them. Swap around all the bodies, arms, all kinds of stuff. You know, green stuff the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, all my orcs in some way or another are converted. Even my killer cans are converted, for God's sake. I mean, my war banners are converted. I mean, I've even converted for kill team a a single flash kit because I was going to make a, a a kill team with one flash kit in it. And he's converted out of uh, parts from the knob set, so knob parts and actually dread dreadnought parts as well. Uh, sorry, not dreadnought. Um, orc dread parts. So yeah, crazy. Anyway. Move on swiftly because we've got a lot of time. So Mega Knobs, new boys. So we're going to the new boys. They look fantastic. Bigger, muscular, more dynamic, better weapon selection. Well, the weapons are the same as the, the older ones, but obviously they, they just look better. They look like they're actually using them. They're just not just sitting there holding them. There's no, there's no 
boys which are like just pushing their bums out and pushing their stomach out and like you know got the weapons in front of them so they all look different like i like the ones where it's like uh there's different ones for rocket launchers and big shooters uh you get the knob the knob looks amazing i think the knob looks really really good and I prefer it with the big chopper instead of the power claw, but both of them look really good models. And then the other ones, like you've got like the ones with like obviously the choppers and sluggers, and then also the ones with the shooters. And actually, I prefer the ones with the shooters now, actually. Even though that's probably not the way forward with orcs with their DACA weapons being shit. But yeah, boys look amazing. So good job, good job, Warhammer, of redoing the boys kit. Fair play to you. Moving on, we will look at, ah, yes, the Whirboy. The Whirboy, the Kill Rig, and the Hunter Rig. So the Whirboy is basically a second psycho for the Orcs. So obviously he's, if you see him, he's like the boy that's got his arms out and he's got like these weird goggles on, which is this attack, it's like Mork's goggles or Mork's gaze or something like that, I think it's called. And he's got like two lightning bolts, metal lightning bolts behind him. So the Whirboy is a new psycho, which also uses a different type of psychic uh, list, as it were. And also they can be included in a kill rig, which is this crazy rig thing, which has been pulled by a squig, uh, which is kind of funny. Look. Um, so the Whirlboys look kind of cool. And yeah, I, I'm not so sure about them. They're, they're, they look kind of weird. And yeah, they look okay. But I mean, you know, the new world models look great. But going to like things like the kill rig and the hunter rig, so be can be made into two things again, one kit, two different ways you can make it. So the kill rig is obviously the the word boys one where it's like you can shoot like like a like almost like it's a it's a, like a side cannon and stuff on it, and you have to have a word boy on it. Got other things on it too. Sure, whatever. Hunter rig looks a little bit better with, with the beast snaggers. It's got like a, a huge harpoon on it, <laughs> which is kind of cool. But going on about the rig ones, the kill and the hunter rig, they just look stupid. I think they just look weird as hell. I mean, I mean, most of the orc, orc vehicles and stuff are wacky and stuff like that. Uh, certainly with like in 8th edition where they brought out all that, you know, the, the rugged truck squib buggy and the boom decker snaz wagon and all that stuff. They were fun. This just looks wonky as hell. Like, weird. I mean, I can understand, like, you know, orcs having, like, a big rig being pulled by, you know, squigs. And, you know, they're all on it, like, jumping and, you know, jumping around and shooting off. And it yeah, looks good, but it just me. I'm just like, eh, not really bothered by it, really. And also the fact it's another big vehicle, which, you know, it's going to take ages to build, ages to paint, before you can get it on the tabletop, which I don't like. Right, the next thing I want to look at is talking about vehicles is the new and approved death copters yes please so obviously it has a big thing again with with the boys kits the death copters there's lots of plastic death copters from black reach as everybody knows not going to go into it because obviously everybody knows about it but they didn't make that they made that i think it was in fifth edition i think so it was several years ago now several years ago and they just didn't bring any more out you know as warmer does just, you know, something sells really well and they just don't jump on the background and just leave it for years and years. However, we now have a new kit of plastic death copters, which I think look a lot better than the older ones, to be fair. I had a few, I think I had five death copters I bought off somebody and then I sold them. So I'm quite interested in these new death copters. They look pretty cool. They've got obviously one of them's got a big bomb underneath. One looks like it's got like a mega blaster on it and then they've got rockets and obviously as people are saying like oh no flying bases no flying bases yeah like i prefer the flying bases because then you can just take the flying bases off and then them in your box that's great but now they've stuck they've actually got a base which obviously connected to the base which is okay it could be more solid better but the way i see it is it's 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 a weak point for the model because obviously it's top heavy but that's just my opinion so whatever but yeah the death copters look crazy they look awesome and if anybody doesn't know what a copter is basically just think of a one person helicopter you know one of those gyrocopters which people have like they can build basically just a gyrocopter with an orc on it and it's got rockets at the front and normally have the big bomb underneath which can drop and yeah two of these guys one's got like a like it's got like a, a chocolate with a, like a hook on it so he's gonna like hook people up so yeah it's kind of fun that looks kind of cool. I do like the, death, the new Death Copters. Fair play to that. Uh, I think we've covered most things that I've got down my little list. There's only two more things that I want to cover. One is a new terrain piece, which is the Big Ed Boss Bunker. As Warhammer has stated in their sort of Warhammer community, I'm covering this very lightly, is it's a new Orc terrain piece. And it's basically a Orc Gargan's head. And it does look like an Orc Gargan head as well. So that's pretty funny. The model looks amazing. The model looks great. And it's got like, it's basically got like loud sirens on the top. Like it's got like loud speakers on the top. 
It's got like big shooter, like like pindle mounted sort of big shooters on top of it, and it just looks like an orc, big basically an orc head, but it's made out of metal and scrap and stuff like that. So it looks cool. However, how it's going to play out, you know, what special rules it's going to have, I don't know. It could be like it gives like extra range to buffs, or I don't know, it's going to give out a buff or something like that. I don't know. Hopefully, better than the Mech Workshop. And lastly, but not least, well, least as in this in this case. For the new orc, we get a new kit as well, but it's coming obviously a little bit sooner, and it's going to be from the Octavius kill team, which would be the orc commandos. Yes, please. I mean, I've got ten squad of orc commandos, which I've converted from just boy kits. So it's just, I just painted them a little bit differently, and also green stuff, a load of berries, and we've got like bandanas on them, and obviously you know you just switch the chopper around, so obviously they're holding it underhand and overhand instead but yeah and just give them a load of packs and all kind of you know like packs and webbing and like most of my i've got like gun belts you know like the belts belts of belts of ammo like across them and stuff like that so yeah but now we've got a new kit and oh they all look good they all look good i mean the orc knob looks really good with his little um his little like tank cap on and his like his leather jacket and his power clock's cool then we've got the distraction grot, which is just stupid. I mean, it's a grot with the with like a grappling hook in like a it looks like a frog suit, but it's obviously just like it's just like a zip up suit with goggles on. And then you've got other things, which obviously they're all got like choppers and sluggers and tambuster bombs and bombs and stuff like that. But then you get like upgrade kits as one. Well. There's a shotgun or a shock pistol or something like that. So it's like a, it's like a, a ring of like hot metal or something like that, and a ring of hot like heated coils. Yeah. I've seen the stats on that. Shit, really. Another one is they got big. I think they got big shooters. They got burners because I have a nice burner. And the guy looks pretty cool with his oven mitt, and he's like he's got burns on his arms, which is kind of cool. And they've all got like they've all got like masks or like one's got a one's got like a scuba diver kit, like a scuba diver mask on. It's kind of funny. Best one I like is the it's the ram. I think I think it's called a bunker buster or or a bunker like a something like that. Basically, it's it's just like a ram. It's just like a door ram. Obviously, like you know the police use or SWAT teams use to like slam down doors. And it's just like a massive. It's just basically just a massive piece of metal that guy's got with two handles. And I think looking at the stats of that, that's the only piece of kit which probably is worth taking apart from. The burner, you're not going to use big shooters on commandos and the distraction grots. Just I think it's I think it's ten points for a distraction grot, which I don't know. What, it, it does something. It does some kind of like thing where you can it can only shoot people can only shoot the grot. I think instead of the actual orc commandos. But yeah, but yeah, the orc commando kit, the new orc commando kit looks really good, really good. And obviously, it's obviously it's, it, it's taking over from it's replacing the old commando kit, which is obviously used to be metal, resin now. So, I mean, I think the only Orc model from that that I would still want from the old Orc commandos is the knob because obviously he's the one that's obviously standing on a piece of rock with his with his power claw, like resting on his knee, and then he's smoking a cigar, which is cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I've covered majority of the Orc things. The only thing I want to really do is do a quick minute of a few minutes of sort of what I've read or learned or listen to about the new orc codex so for instance a few clan cultures have changed so like for instance death skulls my clan we don't get the six up and run up save anymore we get i think it's a five up shrug five up feel no pain against every mortal wound or something and we still get to re-roll one hit roll one wound roll but i think that's it like we, we you can't get to re-roll like a save or something else like i think it was something stupid like you get like i think it was like six re-rolls every phase for some you know it's, it's something stupid like that when well, now it's only two fair enough i mean it's a bit of a nerf but whatever what you're gonna do a few other ones so obviously now the beast snaggers have the six of a number save and i think they get i think it's like they get do they get plus ones plus to hit or to wound against like vehicles or monsters or something like that i think it plus one to i think that's plus one to vehicles and monsters or some shit like that that really runs really that really matter to me i mean i don't really care about any of the clans really <laughs> I know that the Freebooter clan has something like if you kill something, you just get a plus one to everything. So I think that's going to be the matter at the moment is to have loads of Freebooter clans or Freebooter clan or part of it, you know, get a detachment as it were. Apart from that, I think the other things like with you, we've lost Daka 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 rule. So obviously we don't just automatically hit on sixes. Obviously this is due to the new rule in ninth edition where it's only you can only have plus one or minus one. So obviously orcs 
having a ballistic skill of five plus minus one, which is only you can get to still hit on sixes anyway. So I guess it's kind of like an extra, it's a different way of putting it. So instead of saying like, oh, orcs can always hit on sixes no matter what the modifier is, changing it to a, a universal plus one minus one and that's it is good. I mean, I think it's a good way to deal with a lot of a lot of things, uh, a lot of sort of strategies or, you know, uh, buffs or debuffs that certain factions get. So, you know, I think it wasn't at one point where you just couldn't, like, orcs just couldn't shoot Tau because they had, like, stealth Tau suits or something like that because they had, like, a minus one because of stealth Tau, another minus one because of something else or a drone or something. So it's just like orcs just couldn't hit, couldn't hit drone, um, couldn't hit Tau, which orcs Tau and orcs kind of like arrivals too, because obviously Tau in the past have just fought orc or mostly orcs as it were. Well, that's one of the first orc races, or, uh, alien races that they fought against is, is orc. And the only other thing that I really want to talk about is this new DACA weapon rule. Now it sounds great. And I, when I read into it at first, I was like, oh, that sounds good. That sounds cool. But now looking at it, and I agree with some other YouTubers and other people that this is just how rapid we rapid fire weapons should have been. And it's just kind of just, okay, it's, it's, exclusive, it's exclusive to all, but it's just one of these things where they've taken all the assault weapons and they just put DACA on it. And now like the thing that I, the one thing that everybody said, and that's what I agree with is, Orcs should be able to like advance and shoot their weapons because you know they're, they're mad. They're you not know, orcs. They're gonna just fire off weapon. I mean, they're not gonna kill anything. I mean, very. I mean, orc shooting can be quite good actually sometimes. But kind of tangent there. But now you've got no or very little assault weapons. They're all DACA weapons instead. So yeah, we're gonna get more shots when you're closer. But you need to get closer. So <laughs> either you need to you know advance or move and you're not gonna get. I think sometimes like if you move, you're not gonna get close enough. If you advance, you can't shoot the weapon. So it's one of those things, and I think I can probably see why Warhammer has done that. However, I think they've done it the wrong way. Um, I do think that these DACA weapons, yeah, maybe what they should have done is made a specialist, like things like a big shooter, which to be Assault 3, you know, Strength 5, no AP, Damage 1. Now it's DACA 5 slash 3, so obviously... At half range, you get five hits, uh, as opposed to at long range, which is three, and it's still strength five, you know, zero AP, one damage. What they should have done, I think, like for instance, they should have done uh, maybe like a DACA special keyword, so it's a DACA weapon. However, keep the assault three, but they should do like something like if you are at half range or something like that at half range, it becomes the DACA weapon. Obviously, I can understand how. I can understand how people say, oh, that's just broken then, so they'd be able to advance and like have loads of shots. Yeah, and it's orcs. They're hitting on fives, for God's sake, let alone sixes. So, and they're going to be fighting against things with at least, you know, a minimum of like, you know, four up save anyway, four up, three up save anyway, against Space Marines or Tau or Jakari or whatever. So, I mean, you know, give the orcs benefit, like, yeah, benefit of the doubt, for God's sake. I mean, yeah, I think they should have re reworked. I think they should either rethink or they should have rethought or reworked that DACA rule, that DACA, uh, DACA weapon thing. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. It's, I think people either like it or they don't. And I'm not, it's because it's the fact that I don't really care that much because obviously I'm not using orcs. I think, I think if my main army was orcs still, I would have a problem. I'll have more of a problem with it than I do. I actually do now. That being the case, let's move on really. I mean, you know, the thing I can really think about is the here we go rule, which obviously now has just been changed back to the old one, where instead of it being oh reroll one or both dice, it's just reroll 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 your charge, which is fine. I mean, okay, people be like, oh well, what if I roll a six and a one? I have to if I want to get like a one inch thing, I have to reroll both. Say so, okay, well, you fairly charged, and no, you don't. Don't really care. You get a reroll. I mean, rerolls are great in Warhammer. But well, then there's loads of rerolls. Who cares if you get to reroll one die? I mean, hopefully, maybe, I hope, maybe there's a stratagem in the, in the Orc Codex. I don't know. I haven't really looked at the, the stratagems yet in the Orc Codex. But maybe there's one where you can just reroll one dice. I don't know. Maybe they don't have that. But it just, you know, one of those things was just like, eh, you get to reroll your charge if you don't like it. Fair play. Or if you fail your charge. So, whatever. Anyway, I think that's enough for me rambling on about all the Orc stuff. So we'll go now to our Lucha sponsor. And after that, we'll go to part two, which we will talk a bit more about the orcs themselves. Okay, so part two of this podcast, we'll talk about the main topic, 
which obviously is Orcs. So as everyone knows, I used to be a very avid Orc player. So I'm now an ex-Orc player because now I've gone over to the Imperium and gone to Death Watch and Sisters. I like to kill Xenos instead of actually playing them. However, Orcs do hold quite a big, you know, part of my heart. Because obviously the Orcs, they're my second army. When I was back all the way back in third edition, as I keep saying. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Orcs. Some people might already know about this. But for those who are listening who don't know about Orcs, we will give a brief overlook about who they are, what they do, their culture, hierarchies, and all the other bits. We did briefly cover one aspect of the Orcs in a few episodes ago with the episodes of Squigs. And I discussed that with, obviously, my mother. So shout out to my mother, who maybe in the future will come back on this show and uh, want me to talk to her about other things. Not Squigs this time, though. So we'll just get straight into it. So what is an orc? So an orc is basically a big, muscle-bound brute. Green skin. So, yeah, the majority of them are green. And there are a few things where they say like they're different colours. But, I mean, normally they're green and they're really muscular. They're very savage, brutal and cunning, as it were. And the way we should go back to is when they started out. So orcs were supposedly genetically engineered by the old ones, or basically the the gods of the 40k universe, as it were, supposedly. And they were engineered to fight, basically, older races who have been around for thousands of years. So the Necrons and the Enslavers... And other things as well that were sort of in the galaxy at the time. And they were actually known as the Crocs instead. So the K, K K-R-O-R-K. And they were like, every single Croc was like a war boss. They were like 10 to 12 foot tall, full of muscle. They actually had quite good technology. So they wore like quite, quite advanced armor and arms at that point, presumably they could make them themselves or they were given to them by the old ones. And now we go further into the future of 40k as it were. And so obviously from there, the orcs sort of, I guess, devolved. Or when the old ones left, they kind of like lost that connection and they just devolved into orcs. So the average orc is still a huge monstrosity. It's I think they're roughly, if I remember rightly, they... They stood tall because they always hunch over. If they stood tall, they would be as tall as a space marine, if not bigger. And you have to think about it like a normal firstborn space marine is about seven, between seven and eight foot tall. Primaris is eight foot tall, basically. So an orc would be roughly around about that size if they stood up tall. They're full of muscle. They're just, they're just, and also, the more they fight, the more they pack on muscle. So the best way to, to kill orcs is to make sure they don't fight. <laughs> Which is very hard. So from there, an orcoid, or I'm going to use the word orcoid, that refers to the whole sort of structure of the orcs. Obviously, there's the orcs, or the sort of like people at the top. Then you've got like the Gretchen. So the Gretchen, or otherwise known as Grots, are like the underdogs. So basically, they're just goblins. And then you get like snotlings, which are basically smaller Grots. And then you have the squiggies, so you have the squigs. So obviously they're like the food source and stuff. But the orcs themselves, because obviously we're talking about orcs, obviously they are the hierarchy or the, the hierarchy of the, the structure of the orc community, if you could call it a community or culture. And there are there are hundreds of billions of orcs in the 40k Imperium universe. Not Imperium, but the you know the 40k universe. And it's said that if they were all united that they would just smash the shit out of every other race in the galaxy. But because they don't, because they're always bickering amongst themselves and they're broken into several different like little empires or war clans and stuff like that, that they just, they're never going to do that because they're always fighting either each other or other things. And that's a good thing about orcs on a tabletop is the fact is that you can fight anyone you want, even other orcs. And that's why I loved orcs. So yeah, they are pretty fun. Now, I will say at this point, before I get too much into it, is I will be referencing to, obviously, Wikipedia or the Lexicarum on the internet. So obviously, so then they can't like say like, oh, that's all the stuff that you've got. So yeah, shout out to them. I'll be getting information off the Lexicarum. Also, I have my two Orc Codexes in front of me, 3rd edition and obviously my 8th edition Orc Codex, which obviously is the most recent one until now. 
So I will be probably referring to those for a few quotes and things. Because I like also in the third edition, which I keep going about, is at the back of it, it actually gives a, it's actually like a report by a, what's his name? Genitor Major Lucas Anazon. And he is a, he's basically writing a report about all biology. So and it's actually quite, it's actually, it's two pages and it's, it's quite, it's quite in depth. I could read the entire thing, but I'm not going to do that. Well, I will pick out a few things. So he, he references to the orcoid species and that he refers to all aspects of the Greensling Society, dominant orcs through to the smaller Gretchen snotlings and the sub-animal squigs. This is a good part. This is a good part that he actually he actually re, uh, writes about in the Orc Codex is that the orcoid is actually a, sim, a symbiosis of two biological single structures. So the orcs or orcoids possess sort of a DNA structure of an algae or fungal and obviously animal as well. So just think about orcs. Just think if you think of orcs, they're basically mold. That's the way you should. They are mold based or fungal based, and that represents them in the way they sort of reproduce, and also the way they how they're so tough. Because basically, they they don't have the same sort of structure as like humans, where you've got like blood and well, they do have blood, but like the more they have those like muscles and stuff like that, they they get bigger and stuff like that. And obviously, they're tougher because like they can lose limbs or lose organs or suffer a lot of damage to their body. And they're fine. I think it says somewhere in the third edition code, it says like within a matter of hours, if I can see if I can find it, it says basically in a matter of hours, their cell generation is like really, really high. Let me have a look. Oh yeah, here's it. This orcs, their regeneration to repair damage is very rapid and that blood clotting is, they don't even bother about like loss of blood and stuff like that. And it says, even large wounds will be covered in a hard skin-like layer within a few hours of the injury occurring as the algae cells rapidly rotate and repair the damage. It also says that the orc's crude medical knowledge that limbs can be grafted on, organs can be freely swapped, the wounds stapled shut, and so forth. And there is only a 0.00023% chance of issue uh, tissue rejection. So basically, orcs can basically swap organs, limbs, heads, brains, whatever. They are pretty tough, which obviously comes to the fact is that now in 9th edition, they're all toughness 5, which is I think is a bit silly. But hey, what are you going to do? So apart from that, so yeah, orcs are fungal beings. And the way we reproduce is that orcs normally give off spores constantly. And when they die, when they eventually do die, they go for a lot of spores. And if there's not an orc, an orc presence nearby, these spores will actually grow into the ground and actually create like fungal, like basically like mushrooms and plants and things. But the roots grow down. And then, then they start forming like squigs and grots and orcs because their roots turn into like almost like embryo sacs. And then orcs or orcoids are grown inside these sacs and then they crawl out the ground, <laughs> basically. So if you've ever seen the, the scene in Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, where you see lurts come out of the ground in a big gooey mess, then yeah, it's kind of how orcs are really done as well. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. So the way the Imperium of Man sees it is orcs are just like a plague. They are just like mold and they get everywhere. And like, for instance, if an orc would invade a planet, they are hard to get rid of because once they, even if they, if the orc force is defeated by the Imperium or whoever it is, there's going to be an orc presence on that planet for hundreds of years to come because, you know, they've shredded the spores and they, you know, if, if certainly if it's in a good ground of like jungles or woods or, or sort of plains, or so, like, they, 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 they just reproduce and then they just create little uh, like societies and things. And yeah, they just come back basically. Right. Let's move on, shall we? From orc reproduction to sort of like the hierarchy, as it were. Obviously, you've got the orcs at the top, you've got the Gretchen, Snotlings, Squigs. We're only focused on the orcs. Basically, the bigger you are as an orc, the higher you are in the food chain. So war bosses, big mechs, you know, people like that, the HQ, are all huge. I mean, you've seen Gazgul or Blacker, the new model of him. He is a big boy. So, you know, a big orc, a big war boss, you know, is 10, 12 foot tall and full of muscle. And, you know, wears heavy armor or mega armor or whatever. Then obviously the little ones going down, you've got like the knobs or the, the nobility. So they, they call their sort of sergeants or 
sort of like the, the leaders, either sergeant leaders or captain, you know, they don't really have like a big, big structure. They basically got knobs, but it's it's short for nobility. So obviously they're, they're nobles, as it were. Uh, and they're, they, they're, they're sergeants, they're, they, they form groups of knobs themselves. And, you know, so they're, they're, they're quite big as well. And you've got maybe the Scar Boys, which are kind of like veteran orcs. So they've had like lots of scarring. They've gone for a few fights and they might be bigger. And then the orc boys themselves. I mean, an orc boy, you know, can be six, seven foot tall, you know, if they're stood up, but if they hunch down and they're, they're full of muscle as well. And that's how the structure is. That's how the structure is. So the bigger you are, the higher you are. And also, I've read somewhere recently where if like a an orc uh, an orc knob wants to challenge the orc boss, a war boss, as it were, they pack on muscle and they so they get quite bigger before they sort of like they start training or they start if you say training start you know wanting to have a fight with this boss. Um, however, war bosses know or they have like a almost like it's like a second sense where they know where things are going amiss and whoever's in charge can actually sense uh, other orcs and they can sense them that they're going to like challenge them so they can stomp out that like so like that mutiny as it were so that's kind of clever and also yeah that's another thing also is that lots of orcs are psychically sort of attuned as it were so the more orcs in a certain place the more psychic energy there is which is kind of strange but that's down to the fact is that all their weapons and things work how they want them to work because obviously this another thing is that they always have weapons which don't look like they work and even imperial engineers from the adeptus uh, mechanicus and stuff like that say like you know like they've, they've got orc weapons and things like shooters and weapons and they've gone like this would never work you know this this weapon would never work however because an orc believes it will work does work and that's how they are psychically challenged uh, psychically challenged they are psychically like you know enhanced as it were they they believe what they believe in happens so they believe so for instance like they believe you know guns work they believe that purple is a sneak color so so or they believe blue they like death skulls they believe blue is a color so it happens it works like so so the death skulls dab themselves in blue war paint or tattoos and they don't get hit or they don't get shot or like you know a mortal wound would just be like a, a scratch or something like that because they believe that their their blue war paint is protecting them so it happens it, it becomes true so that's the thing i like about orcs as well okay so moving on obviously you have a lot of time we'll talk about the orc sort of tribes and hierarchies or were structure as it were so all the orcs are sort of part of a clan or a clan culture or a a tribe as it were and there are six main ones so we'll quickly go over those so i think i quickly mentioned the, the death skulls obviously the ones that i normally use or have as it were i used to have and the death skulls are expert looters and scavengers they like to loot things from the battlefield pick up anything they can like to hoard things and they believe quite superstitiously in blue is a lucky color so they dab themselves in blue or tattoo themselves in blue. And they believe that it will protect them. Because that's another thing is that orcs, if they believe something, is it will work. So things, if they believe blue will protect them, then, you know, they might get shot, but it might miss them because, you know, they're wearing their blue blue tattoos and it just, it just, it just wings them instead of actually taking off their arm or something. So then the next clan we'll look at is goths. So the goths are very ferocious hand-to-hand combat and they love to just to basically get stuck in and just basically hand-to-hand combat so they're basically they're the bigger ones and they're stronger and they normally like to and they normally wear black and red i believe and normally they have black and white checkers a lot as well so bad moons the gaudy looking wealthy orcs as it were they use the color of yellow gold and normally they are more wealthy and they have better weapons and armor because the the wealth or the currency in orcs is teeth and so the amount of teeth you have is obviously you know how much you know you have sort of thing and because it's it's been said that bad moons teeth grow quicker than any, any other orcs and so obviously if they grow and they fall out they've got more money or more currency and also i read somewhere where some clan cultures or some clans actually keep a few bad moons around so then they can punch their teeth out and have more money have more have more teeth and money <laughs> oh, that's funny blood axes the next one now they're quite cunning and treachery because obviously they're more of the more more they go on the morky ways and the gorky ways 
and they are very sneaky and they use tactics and they've been seen to be used human tactics so falling back and shooting or ambushes or using terrain or things to advantage etc etc and normally they wear camouflage when i say camouflage it's orc camouflage so orc camouflage is things like purples oranges reds all different weird colors but yeah orcs believe purple is sneaky so they probably might use a lot more purple than anything else snake bites are sort of the nordic sort of primitive sort of orc culture and they have like a snake symbol for their sort of their clan and they're very primitive where they say like they they don't like to use a lot of technology or or mechanics and things so they like to use more squigs so they normally have a lot more runt herds and squigs and grot and their weapons are very basic so obviously with the new beast snaggers it's kind of like a offset of the, the sort of the snake bites because i'm presuming now that the, technically the, there's another clan now which is the which is the beast snaggers really and then the evil sons who are vehicle and speed obsessed so obviously a lot of the speed freaks and speed clans come from the evil sons and they're obsessed with red uh so they basically all their all their weapons and things are red because they orcs believe red things go faster and normally in evil sons armies you have lots of vehicles and trucks and bikes and buggies and things like that so it's a lot of vehicle based sort of stuff you know fast things as it were and also lastly there's another one actually is the freebooter clans so freebooter don't it's not really a clan it's more like a a way of life i guess because the freebooters are orcs have been kicked out of society or they become pirates and so obviously you know captain badrock you know the flash kit captain he's well known obviously the in freebooter clans they have lots of flash kits so obviously pirates and you know so yeah they're the clans and normally you know you can have clans several clans in, in one sort of orc society they could be fighting each other or they could be uh, united together like Gasgore did and united all different clans to him. But yeah, that's really about it really for Orc tribes and hierarchy. And I think really we've covered quite a bit. I think the only thing we need to cover is sort of the psyche of Orcs. I, I think I briefly mentioned it, but psyche. So if they believe in something, it happens. And so for instance, the Imperium have used their engineers to look at Orc weapons and things and they don't, they say that they can't work properly. But orcs believe they work, so they do. And obviously that relates to things like, you know, red ones go faster. They believe the colour red goes faster. So their red vehicles and things go faster. They believe blue is lucky. So that's why the death scores use blue as a colour. And they dab themselves in blue so then they don't get shot. Or they might just have a winging, you know, just get clipped with a by around instead of have their arm blown off. Orcs in a big society or put together create a lot of psychic energy. And obviously that's why the Imperium was like, oh, you know, we don't have like orcs all together. You know, a lot of orcs together try and break them up and stuff like that. And I think that's the reasons why, you know, you get, you know, you get warp heads and like the psychers. So warp heads and now the word boys and obviously the weird boys, as it were. And they get more powerful if there's more orcs around them. And that's another thing we need to th- talk about is odd boys. Now, an odd boy to orcs is basically anybody who has almost like a job or something. So an odd boy could be a mech boy, a pain boy, a runt herd, a weird boy, anything that has sort of like his has a know-how, but doesn't know how they've got it. And the way the orcs describe it is all oh, the brain boys, it's it's in my blood, it's in my blood, it's in my veins sort of thing. And it's true because it's almost like it's engineered for them to know that they also have so odd boys are like i said mech boys pain boys so a mech boy just knows so an orc will come into society and then they start tinkering with like mechanics or building weapons and stuff and then that kind of blossoms into becoming a mech or a big mech same as a pain boy they just know the physiology of orcs and know what works and if they can you know stable something shut or you know tape up this arm or something like that then they know and so it's like their knowledge is engineered into them to know what they're doing, which is kind of really cool because if that was the case in society now, you know, would have people could, you know, it takes, I think there's a quote where I think in the third one, third codex, which I read on this report, which says like, you know, it takes a space Marine 10 years to know uh, through academies and training to know all the basics when an orc in 10 years could be you know a well-established mech boy or a big mech or you know a pain boss or something like that so 
it, it just narrows down the learning things is, is a lot or quicker as it were so yeah i think i've covered quite a lot there for orc society i think the only other thing I, I want to cover is i think i briefly mentioned it like is the orc gods and it's gork and more so there are only two gods and they're always fighting but orcs believe in them both but they're basically the same god that sort of thing but they're, they're not seen as that so gork is the god of brutality but cunning and the the god Mork is the cunning but brutal. And that's the whole concept of Orcs, is to be brutally cunning or cunningly brutal. Now, you'd think, you'd say to me, like, oh, that's exactly the same. Yes, try and explain that to a six-foot um, Orc who's got a chopper and and is, you know, full of muscle. Yeah, not really going to get that very that far, are you, sort of thing. So, yeah, that's really about it, really. I've gone over the clans. Just quickly flicking through my Orc Codex. Going through the clans. And yeah, that's really basically it. So I hope this bit has been educational for somebody. And opposed to anything else, uh, I might just quickly go over a few minutes of like them on a tabletop. So obviously on the tabletop, they are very, obviously they're very mob-based. They're, they're considered a, a horde army, as it were. So you have lots of boys, run them forward, etc. Now they're becoming a bit more strategic. So for instance, like using psychic powers and their new weapons. And I've got now we've got mounted squig boys and stuff like that. It, it, you can definitely see that orcs can be, could be a horde army. There could even be an elitist army, you know, with your tank buses, your commandos, you know, now your squig riders and things like that. So I think orcs are very versatile in the way they can be played. A shooty army, yes, as well, because, I mean, flash kits, looters, even just orc boys with shooters could be useful or are very, or can be very devastating. And they've got lots of shooting, you know, they've got big mech guns, you know, they've got, uh, yeah, looters, flash kits, I've just said. <laughs> I basically repeat myself. But yeah, they've got lots of shooting. Like I said, they could be very versatile. And with the new, so I haven't seen the new Codex yet, the ninth edition, but from what they what I have read and seen on YouTube and things like that, obviously we're getting our toughness five. So obviously it works a bit tougher now. We're getting minus ones to our choppers. That's good. I mean, it's only minus one. It's not really going to do much difference, but it could help. We still get loads of attacks. And obviously now we're going to get the new beast snaggers. So we're stronger. And actually, I do think a lot of the units in ninth edition are getting a boost in strength, aren't they? I think, I believe. It might be just be like one strength more, but still, I mean, most orcs are strength four. I think they're going to stay four. The beast snaggers will be five. And obviously it might be strength six. And then war bosses might be strength seven. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's pretty good. It's very strong, very tough. So yeah, that's about it really. And after this now... We will go on to our last part of this podcast, which will be the quiz with the misses, where I'm going to quiz Amber on the new orcs. And I'll be t- particularly looking at the new orc models of the Beast Snaggers. So stay tuned and carry on listening to that. Okay, everyone, this is the intro to the quizzes with the misses, where I obviously, if you don't already know, quiz my significant, my wonderful other, Amber. And what I do is I show her pictures of 40k miniatures or models and then I give her a choice of three answers and she has to pick one. So I think lately she's been doing okay but we'll throw a spanner in the work and what we're going to do in this one is we're going to give her four different models from the new sort of orc models as it were so all the beast snaggers and stuff like that. So these should be readily available if you want to google them on the internet. So all you need to do is just type in the name and you should be able to find a picture of them. So what we and me and Amber are looking at ourselves. So going down the order from one to four, I'll tell you what what we're looking at. And then obviously you can look at them yourselves as we are looking at them. So question one, we'll be looking at one of the new Beast Snagger models, the Knob on Smasher Squig. Number two, we'll be looking at the new Beast Snagger Pain Boss. Number three, the new Psychic Orc, the Whirboy. Number four, last but not least, the new character model for the Beast Snaggers slash snakebite clan which is mozrog scrabad on his great white squig thank you for listening and obviously next is the quiz itself this is the last part of the podcast where we have our wonderful our beautiful our amazing amber with us and we question her about four different models of the 40k range and she has to guess what it's called so as usual Hi, Amber. Hello. 
hello. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? Because obviously, mm-hmm. I think I've like, explained that I was I was fighting wars and fighting oh, fighting yeah, fighting totally. the chaos and yeah. being a hero. Oh, okay. Your usual shit, you know, usual sure. usual shit. Yeah. So, how are you anyway? I'm okay. Excellent. You you you've been busy, haven't you, as well, <laughs> doing stuff, personal yeah. stuff, personal errands, personal stuff. Personal errands. Personal errands. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're talking about orcs today, and in particular the new beast snagger from the new orc range, or the lovely new squigs and beasties and stuff. Cool. So what you must you know? I was going to say what do you know about orcs, but you know quite a bit about orcs because obviously I go on about them all the time, or I used to go on about them all the time. So if that actually went in at all, that's that's another matter. I know. I know like basic things and i know well we've done an episode on squigs before mm-hmm. yeah um we also did one i think we did one on orcs like didn't we or was it just no. squigs no just squigs we've just... had orc models in, in we've had orc, yeah we've had orc models in the other other quizzes yes and obviously i know a few things about ones that you got rid of i know like about a few bits because we've watched videos on them but mm. i would say i know a lot but yeah we know about war bosses and mechs and pain boys yeah but i, I think if anything I, if i say something you rings a bell you're probably like oh yeah actually yeah, I know yeah but i don't really know what they look like i mean yeah. you know what a, a rook of talk squeak 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 buggy is don't you yeah yeah because you've got one <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i've got one. um it shoots squigs out of its squid cannons <laughs> That's kind of funny. But yeah, I don't, the thing I don't understand is like, for example, I can't distinguish a knob from, that's not um, I can't distinguish a knob from, from like an orc boy or, or anything like that. Yeah. I, I don't really know the difference. Yeah. Well, well, obviously going through this, obviously I, I've tried to explain that in the, in the sort of the second part, talking about orcs. And I mean, I'll give you too much like, information because it might help you. But as the orcs go through sort of like their, how do you call it? Like their, I don't evolution as it were like mm. so obviously the evolution of an orc is basically they just get huge and bigger so war boss is the biggest yeah and then you've got like the knobs which are kind of like they're, they they're like sergeants captain you know like like the like the nobility and then mm. i think below that's like a scar boy who's like a veteran orc and then you've got a boy and again it's just basically size okay <laughs> so basically yeah we're talking about knobs and sizes um <laughs> So in this case, size does matter. Yep. Okay. Yep. If you're a big knob, you are probably, <laughs> yeah, more likely to be head of other things and I'm gonna be quiet now. Yeah. You've got you've got the you've got the pictures there and we'll go straight into it, yeah? Yeah. Oh, awesome. So question one, you've got the little you've got the picture there. So what do you think of that? I mean, it's an orc on a squig <laughs> of some sort that has a metal head plate. Um, about it. Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> one is it a a squig rider knob? Ugh. Is it B a knob on a smasher squig, or is it C is it a beast boss on a squigasaur? Ah, uh, I mean, it could be any of these. It could be simple because Warhammer a Warhammer. Yep. And they're like, oh yeah, like squig name, rider knob. Yep. Just name what you see. Say it. See. What do you say? Yeah, say it as you see it. Say yeah. it. Say it. Whatever the yeah, 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 yeah. Then he does a bit smash a squid because he's got his like head plate, so he's going to smash into things. Yeah. But then Beast Boss. Is it, I don't even know if Beast Boss is a thing. No idea. Squeeze. It does look a bit like a dinosaur. His back legs remind me a bit of a T Rex. Yeah. Well, he doesn't go his hands, though. No, he doesn't. That means he'd fall over. Because actually, well, then, they were then, used there to balance, weren't yeah, they? Like, yeah, that, that was the but, yeah. But then he's got a massive tail, though, so I'm presuming the tail would be like... I don't know but why... But T-Rex has had massive tails. True, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. This is 40k, isn't it? I, I mean, know, but they need to be correct. <laughs> they, need, they need to be biologically and physiologically... Yes. Uh, God, Warhammer. God, Warhammer. God, Give take the hint. Yeah, take the hint, Warhammer. God. So what are you going for? What, 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 are, you, what are you going towards more? I don't know, because he looks a bit more than what I've seen a knob look like. Do you want to say him again for you? Can... Go on then. So it could be A, a squig rider knob, B, a knob on a smasher squig, or C, a beast boss on a squigasaur. I don't know what a beast boss is. I haven't heard you say beast boss before. But this could be a new thing because it's a new set. Exactly. So <gasps> and that's what I'm trying to emphasize. It's, it's maybe, because obviously this is all the beast snagger stuff. These are all new models. So, But I'm not trying to swear you're... Anyway, I'm just trying to say that. But then I, I feel like he looks bigger than the ones that you've shown. 
as the knobs because you've used those against me and kill team mm. before I remember using our squig and these are new models so they could have been upscaled <sighs> i like smasher squigs i like i because i like the name smasher squig i'm gonna <laughs> go with that yeah you're gonna mm -hmm. go b yeah okay do you want to do you want to count countdown like a like well, then. countdown countdown that was it <laughs> What's that thing that had a countdown? <laughs> countdown. Countdown. <laughs> Son of a... Yes, it's B. It is a is knob it? on a smasher squig. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's like one of those, you know, those dinosaurs which had those, like, those heads. Oh, um... I can't remember the cord now. Uh, I know this. I know this one. Oh, oh, oh. Is it like a brachiosaurus? No, 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 it's not. However, I did learn last night from Stephen Fry's oh. mythology that dinosaurs... That they're connected to the names of some of the the gods and things. Yeah. Oh, cool! So I think it was Bront Brontosaurus or Brachiosaurus. Maybe Brontosaurus. I will come back and tell oh, you later. Cool. Yeah. So the ones that like because they had like a head like and they can actually lock into their spine and they had a really solid head bone and they could just smash straight into things. So that's basically what that is, right? You know what it is now, don't you? Yeah, it was hey. a Pachys. Something sort. Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephalosaurus. <laughs> yeah, that's what one of those are. But it's yep. a squig. Yep. <laughs> I got it completely wrong in my head. Yep, mm -hmm. that's fine. I didn't have a clue either. Yeah, well done. You got the first one right. So yeah, this is a knob on a smash squig. So it is a character. Obviously, he's a beast snagger. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can tell he's a beast snagger because he's got one arm missing. He's got a bionic arm. Cool. But yeah, I've been what I've read about them is that yeah, they're basically they're a character model that you can have with obviously, and they buff other squig hog boys i think and yeah he's got a smash of plate on his head so he can actually ram into things i think i'm presuming on charges he can do like mortal wounds or something i haven't really read into him that much so yeah okay, cool yeah excellent number two there's actually two there's actually that one and also the next one as well oh okay. picture so you've got two pictures oh it's the same model really okay okay so number two is this a cyborg boy is it a squig dock or is it a pain boss mm. Pain ball. No, no, no. Oh, he's got a little squid book on. Yep. <laughs> oh, it could be squid dog. He's definitely not a cyborg boy. He's too small to be a boy. Yeah, he's well, that's the comparison. He's got his, he's got his little, uh, like, little grot next yeah. to him. That's like comparison wise, even though. So he's small. He's quite big compared to, to that one. Ah, uh, a squid dog. I've never heard of a squid dog before. Mm. But I've heard of a pain boss. So I don't know if because it's new, it could be a squid dog. Mm. But then you might have thrown it in because it's really obvious because of the squigs. Maybe. Or it could be the actual one. I've heard... I mean, you could I... always have a eliminate one. Yeah, but then you're just going to eliminate the one that I know that it isn't. <laughs> Aren't you? Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> so you're going to leave Squig Dark and Pain Boss. <laughs> oh, I know that Pain Bosses are... Are the are the doctors almost because mm. they don't? Yeah, they just like to inflict pain and take things off orcs, regardless of if it's needed or not, don't they? Yep. So I know that much. Yep. But I don't know if this is that. Mm. I think I'm going to go with oh pain boss because pain I feel boss. like squid doc is too obvious. Oh okay, all right. Trying to count down. Oh, it is a pain boss. It is. Yes. Oh. So yeah, so pain boss is basically just a pain boy who's obviously bigger so obviously yeah. he's got bigger and obviously now he's actually hq choice which i like because i had a pain boss in third edition and they in third edition orcs and i keep going about this and people must know this now that i was going about the third edition codex but <clears throat> the three hqs you could have was a war boss a big mech and a pain boss now coming back to obviously me coming back to eighth edition you can have a pain boss oh, okay. you could only have a pain boy which is an elite choice but i believe in in previous editions, I think like six, seven, and stuff like that, a pain boy could be a HQ. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm actually glad that that they brought back pain boss. Obviously, yeah, he's with the beast snaggers. I'm pre presuming he's going to come back. He's going to be snagger keyword, as it were. But yeah, so he's a HQ choice uh, of a pain boss, a pain boy, basically. So he's a pain boss, mm -hmm. and also he's going to come with his little uh, grot orderly on his little his little tri uh, his little wheel. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of cute actually. Yeah, but yeah, I like how he's got like a squig like drip. So that's like a squig and he's, got, he's actually got like a vape, like he's got like a, a tube going from it. It's just like a drip. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I quite like that model and I'm going to probably get it. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, well done. Cool. Two out of four, 50%. Mm -hmm. Right. Next one on. Have a look at that one. He looks like Dr. Octavius has had an accident and turned himself into the Hulk. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, right. I'll let you know. I'll give you. A, a, this is actually a a psyker. Okay. So I might help you out. Number three is it A? Is it a cursed git? <laughs> is it B a warp ed? Or is it C a were boy? Oh, eliminate one. You're gonna eliminate one straight away. Yeah. <gasps> You're. I'm gonna eliminate cursed git. Okay. So it's a warp ed, or is it a were boy? I mean, he does seem smaller, so he. I feel like he looks smaller. I mean, the comparison would be. I mean, like I said, I think the scale of the the beast snaggers are a bit different now. Mm. Um, I mean, he's, he's going to be. I'd say he's probably just a little bit bigger than Primaris Marine. So mm. I don't know what a word boy means though. Like, I mean, like things. I don't think so with the psychers and warps. Oh my god! I think I'll go with B. Warped. Yeah. Although I'm regretting it now, I've said it out loud. Uh, uh, okay, let's just get you know, another minute and think about it. Let's take a drink because my throat seems to be cracking. Um, <sighs> tasty. Weird. I'm just gonna go for it. Push on B still. Yeah. Okay. Da 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 it, it's not a warped. It's a werboy. He's, okay. he's the new beast snagger, psychic boy, as it were, psychic mm. uh, orc, as it were. Now, a warped is actually the other psychic. So you got, you know, the weird boy, mm. but you could actually upgrade him to a warped. So it's like a level two psychic. Oh, okay. But now, in the new orc codex, and I relieve all weird boys on our warpeds because they're all level two psychics that can do two powers instead. So there's no actual upgrade for that anymore, which is a bit sad, but. Doesn't really matter because then you can just take a weird boy and you go. Yeah, so a weird boy is a new psychic, psychic orc, as it were. Mm-hmm. And obviously, have the beast snagger keyword. And what they do is they've got these weird goggles. What I think they're called Gorks, Gorks Gaze or something like that. And they can use their eyes to like shoot. Mm-hmm. And also, they actually come with the new vehicle. And it's called a, a kill rig. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like um, it's a, squ- a huge squig pulling along like like a like a trailer. And like the the word boy sits on top of it in front of like this big like metal skull and you can mm. like shoot and he's got there's actually like a side cannon on it or a walk cannon on it so it looks kind of weird i think it's a bit weird the new the new word boy but i think it's just trying to make obviously warhammer is just trying to make give orcs another psyker so yeah not too fussed about him but you know whatever so last one we have a character and yeah he looks fun doesn't he yeah yeah he's basically a shark <laughs> he's basically a shark or a bull terrier both 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 is good they look the same yep all right so this is a name character and uh so obviously you can, you can tell he's a new a new model and used to be snagged on so is he Majrog Skragbrand bad is he gazgol thraka or is he c zodgrod wurt snagger i don't know <laughs> is the model the two things or is it like the orc on so that'd be the orc on top yeah i've heard of gazgol before you have but i don't think this is him I don't know though. I have heard of him before. I think there was a, a new model released of him this year. Could have been. I don't it know. Or it could be this. Um, I'm sure he looked different. I'm gonna go for Mosrog. Number A. Yeah. Mosrog Scragbat. Mm. Not Zodgrod Wurtsnagger. No. Or B Gazgul Thraka. Well, I'm tempted by Gazgul, but I don't think. What I've seen was this. So I'm going to go A. You are going to go A. Yeah. I count you down. I count down. Big long countdown. Oh. Okay, fine. Da-da-da. Ding. It's correct. Yeah. This is Marjorog Scragbad on his great white squig. Oh my god. His big white squig's called um, Chomper, or Big Chomper, I think his name is. Okay. And yeah, so he's a new... He's a new snake bite character because I think the snake bikes have very little characters, named mm. characters. So I guess that's one of the reasons why to bring out a new a new character. But yeah, he is the dude that's nabs the albino squig or the okay. big giant uh, great squig, which obviously I guess is a reference to I think Jaws or is it Moby Dick? Is is a white? Isn't he yeah, a white whale? Moby Dick. Yeah, a yeah. whale, not yeah. a shark. Yeah, yeah. That's so, a shark. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking either way, it's like a fish, isn't it? So. Yeah. I'm just, I'm presuming, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, he is a reputation of obviously doing lots of squig hunting and things like that. So yeah, he's a new model. He looks pretty cool. He looks pretty cool, but you know, it's a big, 
a gas model, which, you know, I don't need. So I'm not really bothered by it. <laughs> I love how you, like, justifying whether, like, if you want them and why and why you wouldn't want them. Like, as if, like, don't worry, I- I'm not going to buy this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's a cool looking model. It's a cool looking model. I mean, the, the squigger, because that's obviously, that can be model kit, can be made like that into the, the character. Or he can be turned into a beast boss and a squigger saw. Oh, okay. So a beast boss is basically a new war boss, but it's a beast snagger. I was going to say, he looked very similar to the other guy. Yeah, well, the other one obviously is just a, a smaller version, so it's obviously yeah. not going to smash a squig. So yeah, well done. Three out of four. Yeah. Not bad. Thank so you. You, do know, you, you do know your orcs then. Only because you talk about them. All the time. All the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you only have to use uh, one of your lifelines, which is great. Yeah. You'd have to ring, ring, ring a mum. Nope. Nope, because you don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> well, well done. Great. That's awesome. So, yeah. Anyway, so thank you for being on my quiz yet again. I appreciate it. And obviously, love for you being on my quiz and my podcast. Yeah. You should your world. Your world. Okay. Right. Anyway, to everyone else, thank you for listening to this podcast. And obviously, thank you for being patient with my break in the podcast, because obviously, of personal issues, etc. So... If you want to get in touch with me about anything at all, oh well, I say anything at all other than podcast related, please get to me on my email at me myself in 4k, all one word, all lowercase, me myself in 4k at gmail.com. And obviously give me suggestions or things. And obviously the next episode will be about psychers. Yay! Yeah. And then after that, episode 20, I'll be changing it up and I'll be changing the entire structure of my podcast. And we'll be hopefully we'll be doing the quiz, still doing the law things, and probably a small section on things that have been brought out, but emphasis more on sort of the quiz law. And obviously we're gonna introduce hopefully battle reports. Yay. Either small 40k ones or mostly gonna be kill team ones. So it's obviously old style kill team until I guess the new stuff comes out. So yeah, it's a small little battles with a narrative twist to it. So obviously we might do a story behind it for one week and then we'll do the battle report and then we'll uh, go over it. Well, or I'll go over it. Sounds good, doesn't it? Apart from that, thank you for listening. Thank you for Amber being on, 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 the, on the quiz again. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that's enough from me. That's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from Amber. Bye. Bye. And see you next time on Me, Myself and 40K.